0: Welcome to this Marvelicious Toys one-shot. They're not just toys, they're Marvelicious!
1: Hello and welcome to Marvelicious Toys. This is Marjorie.
2: This is
0: Arnie. And this is Justin.
2: And welcome back to another Marvelicious Toys. We don't have a set schedule right now, but we're happy to be back and recording again. Back from New York Comic-Con.
0: Oh, yeah, you guys went to New York.
2: That was
1: fun. It was really a different show since because before COVID. Because last time we went was 2019 before COVID. And we skipped it in 21 and 22 due to COVID. Um, sounds like that's a good idea because a lot of people got COVID going there.
2: A lot of people got COVID this year.
1: Yeah, they did. But it was a lot of fun. Different show floor. Seems like a lot of vendors either skipped it or
2: went out of business. Um, super crowded and it was great. Got to talk to the Hasbro team and we aired that interview talking all about Giant Man. That was all they wanted to talk about. Had a lot of questions, but they were very Giant Man focused.
0: (laughs) Well, it wasn't the final push for the, for the campaign. So I can, I can see focusing your efforts there.
2: And we'll talk about Giant Man more this episode because it is a, Interesting topic of conversation, the way things went down, but happy to be back and been collecting quite a bit. Uh, my toy runs have returned. You know, I've been doing mostly online collecting lately, You know, buying by the wave and getting them shipped to my house and not having to stress about whether or not I was going to get the figures. And yet I found myself doing a major toy run to Ollie's. A store that you, people may not have heard of, but I couldn't resist the allure of Bargain Price Legends. And so we went on a, what, five Ollie store run?
1: Yeah, we are, Um, I guess, hashtag blessed, hashtag cursed with a lot of Ollie's in our area. And I always think we spent like almost all day, didn't we? It was kind of fun. It, it was like, almost like collecting like 10 years ago where... You know, we got some Starbucks or Dutch Brothers actually and hit the road and went to a bunch of different ollies and some of them were old Toys R Uses, which kind of made it like an old school toy run.
0: That's fun. I don't I don't have ollies around me, so I, I can't go into I've been in them before. You know, I've gone to I've traveled south and they seem to be more prevalent the further south you go. But yeah, like getting to go shopping in the old Toys
2: R Us for Toys. That's fun. Yeah, it totally was. The big draw for me is I had heard rumors. They had a ton of Legends for $10 a piece. And if you join their little club for free, you get 15% off coupons. So that means I'm getting Legends for $8.50 a piece. And it's not 15% off one item. It's 15% off your whole order. Nice. So I'm loading up on Legends, but I'd seen reports of red hand ninjas showing up at Ollie's for $8 and 50 cents. And me, I need more Stiltman legs. I only have three small totes of stilt man legs. I need more stilt man legs. This
1: is like some sort of perhaps mental illness because there's no goal at the end here other than you're just collecting these legs.
2: Oh, there's a goal. I just haven't revealed it all yet, but there's a oh, goal. God. I'm really
1: afraid.
2: <laughs> it involves a water tower.
1: <laughs> if it involves constructing a home out of stiltman like stiltman like will you come and rescue me and talk some sense into arnie <laughs> i feel like he's gonna build a fort or something
0: All Right? yeah are they structurally sound legs
1: <laughs> no i have an idea so he can make his giant
2: stilt man, but he doesn't want to listen to me no i'm doing that that's the plan okay I say you got enough oh there's no such thing we checked a bunch of ollies i didn't find a single red hand ninja though i was very disappointed but i did load up on legends i think it's kind of telling most of the legends i found were mcu based now of course there were eternals legends i don't think that's shocking anybody but dr strange in the multiverse of madness Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Thor Love and Thunder, even the What If wave showing up, and uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier wave. Just a ton of MCU-based legends hitting dirt price clearance. I guess you
0: can kind of see that in the collecting community. Like, there is a a line. I mean, I straddle the line. I collect both. I know you collect both. But, like, I feel like a lot of collectors... Feel like they need to pick and choose like i'm either an mcu collector or i'm a comic collector and it feels like there's way more people that would pick comics if they had to pick one
1: okay so hear me out of my theory on this and because i'm a person who's very motivated by fun packaging and events if you tell me something's like an exclusive or limited time i am all over it but i think where the mcu figures may suffer and this goes for the star wars figures as well they're not having movie line releases like you get the wave but then you don't get all the little like the special fun package you don't get like all the little tchotchkes and stuff like there's no big like massive like s- presence in the stores. does that make sense yeah, like, like it's not event. an event yeah, yeah exactly And i think that's missing because i mean i like and i think it stopped with um endgame i was so into the movie i was so afraid captain america was gonna die and i really wanted end game merchandise and we went to the store and there was there's not a movie toy line there was no tchotchkes Arnie had to buy something for me from Japan. So I had an end game something in hand when the movie came out because there just wasn't the event. And I think the movie lines make that because you saw the movie, you want to go get something that's branded with that movie. And these just really don't have that kind of appeal.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's very true because that's what got me back into collecting legends back in the day was when Spider-Man stuff was on the shelves. Like they they made they were bigger than three and three quarter inch or smaller than six inch, but they were all branded Spider-Man. Like you couldn't walk through a toy aisle without seeing all these Spider-Man movie branded things. And it's like, oh, these are cool. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I remember Marvel Legends. So I started going back from there and collecting older ones that I didn't have. And something like that can spark spark a collection. But now it's all the same packaging.
2: Yeah. I did love that Spider-Man wave. It got me, too. And then I went back and got all the X-Men figures back in the day. I remember the Mary Jane figure in that red dress and mm-hmm. Spider-Man on the gargoyle. Those were fun figures. Heck, yeah. But also things come and go so fast. Absolutely. And there were some comic-based figures, though. I found it also kind of funny. The wave I found the most of, as far as comic-based figures went, is the Age of Apocalypse wave. So maybe people collect comic figures, but not alternate reality comic figures.
0: (laughs) Well, they end up doing two waves of those, and I feel like the first wave was very popular. and Maybe they upped the production run for the second one, and everybody was able to get what they wanted. It was just like, oh no, we have too many.
2: If you don't have an Ollie's in your area, apparently Ross's also are having a ton of these figures at around $10 a piece. So if you didn't buy them all ahead of time, or if you are kind of like me and you want a spare opener or something like that, these are some good places to check. The other grail for me at Ollie's, but I didn't find it, the Marvel Legends Captain America The Winter Soldier Stealth Shield was $40 at Ollie's and that is a $125 toy for $40.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I've been hitting up Ross's too, because like you said, they're getting legends and they're getting some star Wars stuff. Like there's a Ray force effects lightsaber that they have for like 60 bucks. I haven't been able to find, but yeah, I've been finding some legends. I was able to pick up the comic white vision, and it was, I think it was only six bucks. Yeah, $5.99 for that wow. retro white vision.
2: That's awesome.
0: Heck <laughs> like, yeah. then just a boatload of Lokis. They had probably like six or seven Lokis for six bucks.
2: <laughs> now, if you don't have one of these stores in your area, some sales that I've taken perhaps too much advantage of, just today a large box showed up on the doorstep. And I'm like, I hope that's not mine. No, it was mine. From Big Bad Toy Store, they're having some sales. That Captain America Stealth Shield is only $62.50 at Big Bad Toy Store. And for all the time I've spent going to Ollie's looking for it, I might as well have just spent the extra 20 bucks because I probably spent it in gas <laughs> going to Ollie's. Gas and coffee are already over that. And Big Bad Toy Store is not a sponsor of the show. I just want to call out. They've got some great discounts going on. That Age of Apocalypse wave, I did put the entire wave together, the Colossus wave, by going to Ollie's, and I spent $65, I think, doing it, but it's 35% off at Big Bad Toy Store for 110 still better than retail of like 170 Yeah, not bad at all. And they've got quite a few Legends on sale at Big Bad Toy Store, down to like 15 bucks, and not the greatest discounts... Oh yeah, the Zemnu wave. The That's something else I put together most of at Ollie's. The Hood and Arcade and the AIM Scientist Supreme. I I've got, I've found a bunch of those at Ollie's. Dormamu.
0: Yeah, Red Skull. Yeah, that, that was a fun wave.
2: Yeah, that's only 100 bucks for the entire wave at Big Bad Toy Store right now. I didn't find the whole wave. I didn't find Red Skull and I didn't find Lady Deathstrike.
0: Yeah, she seemed to be the most popular one out of that one, which is weird because that's that's a figure that Toy Biz did back in the day, and she was a major peg warmer then. And then Hasbro updated her, and she was the most popular one out of that wave.
2: And at Big Bad Toy Store, they also have some convention exclusives. If you didn't get the MODOK World Domination Tour, which was a Pulse exclusive... It ended up on Big Bad Toy Store, and now is over a third off. It's about sixty eight twenty five. Wow! Yeah, that's like an insanely good price.
0: Yeah, if I didn't already have two of them, I would, I'm tempted to get a third one. But I already have an open one and a inbox one, so that's a really good price for under seventy bucks for that set.
2: I don't have an inbox one, but I do now thanks to the Big Bad Toy Store sale. <laughs> the regular Modok that was just a regular release is down to $30 at big bad toy store, which is nearly half off too. So, mm-hmm. and the mojo world exclusive four pack again, that was the pulse con exclusive last year. I believe they didn't do a San Diego comic con exclusive last year, but they did pulse con that's 17% off, which for a pulse exclusive to have anything off, I consider a deal. It's a, Three-figure pack, plus that strange Wolverine for just 110 Yeah, and, I mean, we reviewed it back when,
0: but, like, you have to say that the mojo in this pack is far superior to the paint job on the regular release mojo.
2: Absolutely. It's the mojo to have. Yep. And Big Bad Toy Store also has sales. I mean, they have about a 1,000 Marvel items if you go to their site. It's like a November sale. It's a pre-Black Friday thing they're doing. They have SH Figure Arts figures as low as $45, a whole bunch half off from Falcon and Winter Soldier, including Falcon and Winter Soldier. Nice. And a line that I wonder if they're even going to survive, the Mezco 112 Collective. They have a whole bunch of those figures on discount, too. Like, as Ooh, low as $48. Ouch.
1: Those are really low.
2: Yeah,
0: they are. Holy cow.
1: It seems like the heat's a little bit off Mezco anymore.
0: Yeah, except for their exclusives and their the ones that they make themselves. Those always are hot at mm-hmm. cons.
2: But the preview, they didn't even do an exclusive for San Diego this year, at least not Marvel. And they weren't even at New York Comic Con at all
1: which is kind of weird because they're a new york company so it's not like there's a huge expense versus you know coming halfway across the country or all the way across the country but i kind of feel from the collector groups i mean that you're right that just the exclusives and their own products seem to be the ones that sell and the rest of the stuff kind of just sits there
0: that's crazy hopefully they're all right maybe they can reevaluate and get back to just a couple releases a year and make them awesome
2: Yeah, because their previews exclusives used to go pretty fast, but they've got the X-Force Wolverine previews exclusive and the Iron Man Stealth Armor previews exclusive, which are great freaking figures, absolutely awesome figures, for 40% off, $48 and $54. I still think the Mezco figures have a lot of great quality. They've got the Hella, which I reviewed on our website way back when it came out, and I like this hella more than the Hot Toys hella because you get a couple of heads with this, you know. Mm. And the Hot Toys didn't come with the alternate head. And this one, you know, it's smaller, but it's only $48 and a really good looking figure.
0: Yeah. And I'm eyeballing that cable. That looks awesome.
2: Yeah. That's a nice, beefy figure for $60. And. You know, if you're really hyped because the Marvels just came out, their 112 Captain Marvels only $48. Yeah. Yeah, I I have to say, their online sale has uh, really influenced stuff I put on the gift guide that we're going to do on our next show. I saw some of these sales, and I'm like, well, this stuff makes good gifts, especially at these prices. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of gifts, that's one thing I have to say about Ollie's, is they have signs around their store saying in the toy aisle to buy toys for toys for tots and they have a whole bunch of toys for tots bins and so i'm inspired to buy some of the not necessarily the legends but they have a lot of the kids action figures there too and just throw them in the toys for tots bin on my way out of the store because you know i always think kids deserve a nice marvel christmas too Mm -hmm.
0: and yeah it's that
2: time of year i was just at a
0: a local toy show this morning and there was a couple different drop boxes for Toys for Tots, and I actually had Marines in full dress manning the boxes, and I was like, oh, this feels really official. I almost oh, feel bad wow. for not having anything to pop in there right now. but <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, we'll go back to Ollie's and make a nice hefty purchase in lieu of the children we don't have and put it all in the Toys for Tots bins and let someone else have some fun.
2: So speaking of having fun, let's go ahead and talk about the big news since our last show. When we did interview Hasbro all about Giant Man, it's been about a week and a half since the end of the campaign. And I have to say, I couldn't focus that night. I can't imagine the stress the Hasbro team was going through because I myself, who have no vested interest in this other than I pledged to back it was obsessed with this i thought for sure i'm i'll call myself out when i'm wrong i was optimistic about this thinking it would have a surge at the end but when it had thousands left to go at the end i'm like it's over we're not getting a giant man it's two failed has labs in a row what do people want The old toy biz giant man loose sells for 200 and it's not as big as this giant man. It's not as articulated as this giant man and seeing this giant man in person at New York Comic-Con, I'll admit straight up. The whole reason I went to New York Comic-Con was to see giant man because I thought it wouldn't get funded (laughs) and I'm like, this may be my only chance to see it in person and I wanted to observe it and the paint on it the textures of it the texture of the straps over his shoulders i may not like the smiling face so much because i think that that looks like a demonic smiling face but no
1: i'm sorry it looks like an old jc penny underwear ad because <laughs> the guys always pose like that in the underwear section of the catalog
2: <laughs> but somehow in the last day like 4,000 backers crawled out of the woodworks. And not only did this thing fund, we got the first stretch goal of the zombie head. Yeah, and pretty darn close to the
0: second stretch goal. I mean, within, within a couple hundred of hitting that second stretch
2: goal. No, no, not within a couple hundred. A hundred and eleven away. Now, <laughs> I'm calling on the Hasbro team. I would demand a recount of those international orders because you know they add in the international orders at the end. Go back and find those 111 backers, okay? <laughs> if I had known it would be 111 away, I'd have backed 111 myself. No, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no. Please don't ever do that. Please, Hasbro, <laughs> I know some of you guys listen. If you ever see that happen, let's just put a block on that right now. Let's not do that. That sounds like a bad idea, Arnie.
0: Also, this is being recorded. Like, I feel like this is going to be part of some future deposition.
1: Yeah. Oh, I drained our retirement, but we've got 100 giant mans coming.
2: (laughs) I mean, 111 away. Come on. Shouldn't they have given us the scroll head? I mean, it's so close. You know, especially since there's all those people out there spouting conspiracy theories and doing all of that. Wouldn't it be a gesture of goodwill on the part of Hasbro to be like, "We got so close. Here's a scrawl head. Let's be awesome,
0: yeah. no, I mean, honest, I'll be honest with you. I thought that that was going to be part of the ten twenty seven thing. I thought they were going to come out and be like, "Oh, hey, and since we were so close, we're going to hit that that tier for you, but didn't happen,
1: and you know, when he says he was obsessed, Justin, I don't know if you were also getting the every 20-minute updates on the Giant Man count, but I was. And let me tell you, and they continued throughout the evening. I went to bed, and he was still texting late at night with the amount that it was getting.
0: Yeah, because it closed at 11 o'clock our time. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it was right up there.
1: You would it- think that Arnie was the designer or something, the way he was obsessed with the count on this. <laughs>
0: I have to join him though in the pure curiosity of this, though, because this has been how many has labs now that we've sat through, and I cannot figure out what is the issue. Like we spoke about this when they first announced it, that this felt like it was designed to answer all the questions and all the gripes that people had with the 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 ghostwriter campaign. And you know, they came down in price. They came down a number of backers needed. They had two very achievable tiers. And at that time, I was like, great. They've addressed all that stuff. I can't imagine anybody being negative about this. Whoa, was I naive. People <laughs> will find a way to be negative about anything, apparently.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised that you didn't think there'd be any negativity, Justin. I mean, have you not been in any of the toy collecting groups?
0: <laughs> I mean, not no negativity, but like, I think what I was saying is, I I can't imagine anybody feeling so fired up over this that they would launch negative campaigns against it. But here we were.
1: I don't understand why some people launch negative campaigns about other toys. I mean, it's a toy. You're collecting it. Launch a negative campaign against, I don't know, animal abuse or something.
2: Yeah, I don't understand people who root for this to fail. I don't know what goal they think think that would happen for them if it fails i read all the comments and it's like we'll show them but i'm still wondering what you're showing them i mean i get it if you don't want this figure if giant man doesn't do it for you and i got to admit giant man isn't one of my top 25 characters so Mm -hmm. it's not like i'm dying here for a giant man but if it doesn't do it for you, don't back it. But why would you try to harsh the buzz of collectors who do want it, you know? I I don't care about Ghostbusters. I, I like the movies well enough, but I'm not going to collect anything Ghostbusters. They did a HasLab that funded in just over a weekend that's going on right now for a PKE meter and a ghost trap. And in my mind, I'm like, who has the room for a whole bunch of life-sized Ghostbuster props? as I have a whole bunch of life-sized Marvel props. Marvel props. (laughs) In my mind, it's like, who has the room for this? But for the people who want it, I'm happy for them. Congratulations. It got funded. You're going to get your PKE meter. You're going to get your ghost trap. Not for me, but I'm hopeful for the success, and I'm hopeful for the people who want it. I don't understand the extreme negativity that comes out around some of these has labs like i don't know what would make everybody happy i don't know what they've done galactus they've done the sentinel i don't know what would just be a universal appealing figure and at what price and what backer count i mean with the prices of figures being as high as they are we mentioned this when the haslab went live i think 200 for this big giant man is a bargain it's less than the price of 10 figures
0: yeah and here's the secret there is no one magic thing that's going to make everybody happy and that's why i don't understand like you why if this isn't for you then just move along like i don't understand these guys who think that they're trying to send hasbro a message by being jerks on message boards it's like yeah they might read it and they might think oh you're a loud jerk who represents maybe one tenth of one percent of the collecting community you know because that was the whole idea like i said up front if you're sending a message to hasbro the message they got last time was okay people didn't want this character apparently and the price was too high so let's do fixes for both of those things and they did they brought down the price they brought down all this stuff and still have people complaining, just complaining and campaigning against it. I think what frustrates me is so many of these guys act like, well, if Hasbro would just listen to us without them realizing there's no us, it's just you and maybe three other guys who might have the same idea, but everybody else who's being negative about it has a different idea about what they think they want. So there's no us versus the people who are buying it.
1: Well, clearly, they just need to call Joe in Ohio and ask him what figures they should make. I think that's what it boils down to. And no one's going to be happy no matter what, because each person has their own thing that they want. And those people don't bring down the rest of us. I mean, this was kind of cool to see in person, Justin. It was really
2: impressive, and it got a lot of oohs and ahs on the floor, too. And Marjorie, you were explaining to people even what a HasLab was, because some people came by and were like, how do I get this?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of people didn't understand what a HasLab was. And I kind of feel that the Marvel booth did a little disservice too, because I put them on the side. And the Marvel booth is in the back of the floor in New York Comic Con. And I, they put them on the side. So like almost in the back of the hall. I feel that should have been more out front. To get more attention but it did get a lot of attention people going by including the gentleman standing behind me who was explaining to i assume his girlfriend and trying to impress her with his knowledge of marvel and he was telling her how they're making a new galactus and this was it so i didn't bother correcting him <laughs>
0: <laughs> well that's the other thing too is i know we pay attention to it and we we figured out how the hazlab works by the time we got through the first one years ago But there are plenty of people out there, and it's probably not the same people every time, but the same questions come up every time. When do I get charged on this? When does it ship? It's like, well, most of that information, if not all of it, is directly on the page. So if you just go to that page and read a little bit, you'll find out. But I still think with over 4,000 orders coming in late, there's a good chunk of those people that think and never bothered to look it up that the second I back it, they're going to take that money out of my account. So I'm going to wait till
1: the end. I think you're right because there's no reason to back it late. You don't get charged if it doesn't fund and you don't get charged right away. I don't understand that mentality. I'm going to wait and see if it's going to make it. Okay. A whole bunch of other people are waiting for the same thing for some reason. Just back it now. You don't get charged now. I feel like they need to put out like a 101 HasLab kind of tutorial for each one because people don't get it.
2: Here's the thing. I did go to the groups that I'm in and ask, why do people wait till the last day? Because I was proud to be one of the very first backers of this. As soon as it was announced, before the presentation was even over, I went and backed for three. I thought I backed for two, but I backed for three. And <laughs> the reason that's important is because I now have six giant men coming. I thought there was a limit of five per person, but somehow they let me have six. I guess I'm special. <laughs> um And I did that because I wanted to see it succeed. And also because Ryan Ting gave me a little guff because I guess he listened and knew how many Galactuses I ordered. And he asked me how many Giant Man I ordered. And I said, well, I'm in for two. And he's like, only two? So I kind of felt a little guilty. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Ryan. Felt a
0: little Charlie Bucketish there.
2: Okay, fine. (laughs) (laughs) But I did ask in the groups, why do people wait till the last day? And some people are like, because they don't charge until the day after, and I want to make sure I have the money at the time they charge. And so that makes sense. I don't want to back until that time. Also, I think there's a lot of people who maybe they're not really into the giant man. They don't want giant man. They may not really root for this to succeed, but they also don't want that hole in their collection. So the yeah. moment it funds, I think it pushes a whole lot of people over the fence to be like well i didn't really want it enough to vote for it but now that it's happening i don't want to miss out on it so they jump in at the end to get that Mm -hmm. but some people were like i sold some of my collection during the campaign so that i had the money at the end and you know a lot of people do that where their collection is ever revolving it's Not that they don't necessarily have the money, but they have a collecting budget and they sell stuff to make room for new stuff. And so some people said they were selling stuff so that they could make sure that they got Giant Man. There were some good reasons for waiting till the end. I don't see 4,000 reasons to wait till the end. but
0: (laughs) One thing I think that would benefit Hasbro as a whole on these things, especially since they're a year out from shipping once the campaign ends is i think they should adopt what hot toys and sideshow does with a pay in four or pay in five type of thing get people to commit to it and then after the campaign ends you know say hey we're five months out over the next five months we're gonna take seventy two fifty out of your account for the next five months you know a, a deferred payment plan i guess is what i'm saying like this hot toys has it Almost every website has it now because there's plugins or PayPal has a pay in for, there's acuity type of stuff. They need a payment plan for some people.
2: You can use Klarna with it, I believe. So Klarna allows you to make several payments. I understand why Hasbro themselves wouldn't because a crowdfunding thing, think of a Kickstarter. I did a Kickstarter. We needed the money to make the project happen. We couldn't wait till the end of the project and then have people give us their money and also... People could back out and be like, well, you may have gotten my non-refundable deposit or whatever, but I'm not going to keep backing this project. And then they wouldn't hit the numbers they actually need in order to do that. And then what do they do? Come back and be like, well, we know we said we got the zombie head stretch goal, but so many people backed out. Now there's no zombie head stretch goal. And I kind of get on a crowdfunding method why you just take the money up front. Yeah. Okay. But, but let's
1: be clear on one thing, though. No one should go into debt over toys. Yeah. Unless you found, like, you know, I don't know, a holy grail that's not maybe one paycheck or something. But as a rule, don't go into debt over toys. You can always get it on the secondary market. You may pay a little bit more. In theory, maybe you'll have more money at that time, but don't go into debt.
0: No, for sure. I mean, I guess what I'm just saying is, is that. It hasbro is big enough that if they know that their campaign is funded they're not they're not hitting up their own credit line to fund this thing you know they don't need all that cash on hand Because to be honest with you they don't pay their vendors right up front anyway they're probably on 90 to 180 day terms with their vendors upon delivery anyway so that they'll get these in and then they'll owe the factory in 180 days what they owe but i'm just i'm just saying like some people budget that way it's easier for somebody to say hey i can afford $75 over four months rather than a $350 hit all at once.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. But again, they've got Klarna, or while well, Marjorie says don't go into debt, and I completely agree with that. If you need to spread a payment over a couple of months, a credit card can do that, and you just pay the penalty of interest for a couple of months, you know, make your own little payment plans. I don't suggest doing it. If you don't have a way to quickly pay it off because debtors prison is a real place. I've visited it
0: (laughs) in monopoly or for real,
2: (laughs) for real. uh, Yeah. I don't want to go back there where the interest rates are so high, especially right now, you don't want to pay those interest rates. So I get what you're saying, Justin. I just, I guess I see the other side of it too, of why they just take the money up front.
0: All I'm saying is, is I think it would open up a lot more people to the idea of it, right? Because most, most collectors are, they're impetuous like us, right? Like we just talked about like, like going to stores, because you don't know what you're going to find, you know? Mm-hmm. And so if you see something cool, it's like, oh, I'm going to get that. And you know, s- same type of thing here. Ooh,
2: a giant man and only 75 bucks for a few months. I can do that. Well, I wonder what they're going to do next year. Dwight did talk a little bit at New York Comic-Con about Fin Fang Foom. You know, that's the one I thought they were going to do. And he said that they've looked at it, but there's no way to do it for and do it right unless you're looking at a $400, $500 item. Now, we've seen on the Star Wars Has Labs that that price point can work, but as close as a $200 giant man was would the marvel legends community balk at doing $500 for a big dragon i i'd be in but
1: (laughs) well yes you would be but i think they also need to keep in mind that some people are hurting with the economy and everything so you can't i don't know that necessarily like a $500 and up item would work right now and that's why a giant man worked at 200 it's a nice even price point
0: Hey, we can run through the, the arguments that are going to happen if it is a, a foom in the future. Why did they go with green instead of orange? He should come <laughs> with shorts.
1: <laughs> so wait, maybe I should, like, if they do make a fing-fang foom, I should start getting sewing some shorts for fing-fang foom if they don't send them with them. And I could have a nice aftermarket
2: fing-fang foom shorts business.
0: Yep, just make sure they're wired.
2: I completely forgot that in the with the green fin fang foom that they did when David Vonner was going to do the orange one, I completely forgot the shorts were not sculpted. They were just soft goods shorts they were putting on the dragon. So (laughs) you could easily just sew some little purple shorts to put on the dragon. (laughs) It Mm -hmm. would be equal to what Hasbro was going to do. (laughs) Just little silk boxers. I need to find a good painter so that now that I know they were just soft goods pants i can find somebody to take one of those knockoff fin fang fooms that are on ebay and paint it orange like that one and then i can just put some boxers on them and it'll be like that one they never released <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: it might be the only way to get an orange one
2: and then i've heard people say fin fang foom is too niche a character i don't know if that's true given that the fin fang foom build a figure from that hulk wave sells for 300 400 on its own but then again a giant man sells for 200 on its own, and that didn't guarantee this one a success.
0: Yeah, that's the thing is, I don't know what the barometer is, <laughs> because you have plenty of people willing to pay way over retail for these things. And, you know, when you can get a new one for less than that, it's too much. I don't know. I, at the end of the day, I'm excited, giant man funded, and I look forward to getting him in hand. And seeing how the faceplate technology works, because I've seen the videos, I've seen the explanation, still doesn't fully make sense to me. I'm not sure how that face mask isn't going to eventually rip or get a little bit loosey-goosey after a few changes.
2: I see your point. Yeah, I I asked about it, and it's something that Dwight seems like he's taken into account with the architecture of it. So, in Dwight, I trust, I suppose, but we'll see. (laughs) I mean... A lot of people had problems with Sentinels standing up, too. So it's not impossible for a HasLab to come out of the factory and um, realize that once mass-produced, it didn't quite work the way intended. Yeah.
0: So maybe one last thing on this is, I know we kind of talked about it privately, Arnie, but, like, I personally, if we were only going to get one tier, I'm glad that it was the zombie head. And I know other people feel the other way, but I just... I feel like there's more figures right now to support a zombie giant man display than there would be a scroll display, but I don't know if we were only getting one zombie for me, I'm happy with it.
2: If we're only getting one, I'd say I'd have preferred scroll. And let me tell you why the body isn't gory or anything. There's no tears on the suit or something like zombie giant man would have. And so it, it is just a face replacement or head replacement. And so it's like, it doesn't come across zombie enough, whereas it would come across Skrull. And you say they don't have enough Skrull figures. There's more Skrull figures than zombie. We just got that two pack with the spider woman Skrull and the other Skrull. There was the Skrull troop builder on Hasbro pulse. I feel like they've done quite a few Skrulls. And when I went back and ordered three more giant men, it was before it had funded but in my head i was like i'll put one on an avenger shelf and then i'll have a scroll shelf and i'll put one on the scroll shelf and then i'll have a zombie shelf which is going to have far less figures so far but we've got the scarlet witch we've got the captain america there's some zombie figures out there and so i was going to put one on a zombie shelf and now it's like well I have way too many giant men coming because I'm only going to put them on two shelves not three shelves but I would have rather had the scroll head for that reason just cuz I feel like they make more scroll heads and I guess that's why I'm slightly salty that we're only 111 away from that scroll head and they didn't kind of make good with the scroll head I mean come on we're talking single digit percentages here I, I you, we don't need to be lawyers here and be like, well, we're 111 short. We said this number, you know, you could just do some goodwill, but I I don't mean to be one of those complainers, but I do feel like they could have eked this over the edge or recounted the international orders to make sure that there aren't 111 that were not counted. Right. Mm -hmm. Maybe you need to go to the Supreme court,
1: Arnie. (laughs) We can find you some hack lawyers. Do you think there's a hanging Chad?
0: (laughs) So I'm saying this is being recorded, and Arnie's over here going like, "Look, all I'm saying is we need 111 more (laughs) orders, and yeah, you can find them."
1: (laughs) (laughs) Calling up somebody at Hasbro,
2: (laughs) Ryan. You can find 111 orders. I know you can.
0: Oh, boy.
2: So, besides that, I have been pretty Marvel-obsessed lately because, honestly, one of my favorite video games of the modern gaming era is that original PlayStation 4 Spider-Man, and finally, after much waiting, Spider-Man 2 finally came out for the PS5. I beat the game last night slash this morning. Oh, wow.
0: I haven't even got the game yet. He's beaten it.
1: Every waking moment, he has been playing this game.
0: Playing it like it's his job, huh?
1: Yes. <laughs> Wearing Spider-Man shirts every day. He has, he has enough Spider-Man shirts to go like two weeks without changing, you know, without doubling down on shirts. So, it was an event here.
0: <laughs> Sounds like we might be in another Spider-Man type of situation yeah. here. Code what, Spider-Man part
1: three. We We're like way worse than that right now
2: way worse (laughs) oh boy and in september they shipped the spider-man 2 ps5 and i ordered that and i'm selling my other ps5 my plane one and got this one and you know it's just kind of made me excited for the game because the playstation came like an entire month early i mean i've even ventured into a new area of collecting for me I've never understood the sneaker craze of people who just go nuts and buy sneakers and spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars for collectible sneakers, but Adidas did a Venom pair that actually is much cooler in person than online, because in person you can see there's glossy tendrils of symbiote coming up from the toe, and then there's a Spider-Man pair with some symbiote coming up from its soles, and... I bought them to wear, and Marjorie's like, are you sure you want to wear those? And then I'm like, maybe I don't. Maybe I'm a sneaker collector.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, as a collector, I get it. But at the same time, I don't because it's like when you go to resell these shoes, you're probably limiting yourself to people who have that size of foot, right? I don't know.
1: Maybe because some people buy them and don't wear them. Like people buy toys and don't play with them.
0: Yeah. So just shoes to look at, huh?
2: Yeah. I've decided my feet aren't going to grow or shrink anytime soon. So I don't have to rush into breaking these shoes in. I'm going to keep them on a shelf for a while. And then maybe when the hype wears down, I'll decide I just want to wear the shoes or maybe... I'll have collectible shoes. I mean, I even bought the Rockham socks. If I'm buying socks, you know I'm pretty far gone.
0: <laughs> Marjorie, you're three weeks away from some some mannequin feet showing up at your place, right? You can put the <laughs> socks and shoes on them.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not going to take long. <laughs> As for the game itself, there's a few versions that came out. There's digital, digital deluxe. I'm not big on digital games, I like physical media. I bought the collector's edition of this game, and that comes with a steel book, which I love steel books. It comes with a statue where people took this as innuendo because on Twitter they said it comes with 19 inches of venom. <laughs> so- <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Here's the thing that gets me though. The statue, first of all, is not bad. I mean, the collector's edition was $220 and the game itself is like $70. So you're spending $150. You're getting this big box. You're getting a steel book. You're getting this 19 inch statue. The statue's pretty cool. I wonder about its longevity because you've got Spider Man who's floating above Venom, only hung on by a metal web that is keeping him aloft. But it's a pretty lightweight statue also. But it was good looking. I think Venom's too big in the statue. Having beaten the game, he is not this huge in the game compared to how big Spider-Man and Miles Morales are in the statue.
0: Interesting. Makes me wonder if they... They had it in better scale, but then realized to have Spider-Man floating, they need to be smaller.
2: Oh, yeah. I wonder if that's the case, because I really think that this Venom would be about Legends scale and the figures that are above are much smaller than Legends. They're like, I'd say four inches, maybe four and a half if they extended their legs and were fully tall.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that that the Venom is way too big then.
2: But I'm really cool with getting a statue that you can only get and getting a steel book. Here's one thing I don't think I knew when I ordered it you don't get the game in a disc with the collector's edition. You get a steel book, but there's no disc in the steel book. It's an empty steel book. You get a digital download code for the game, but you don't get the physical game. That doesn't make any sense. None. And it wasn't until I'm photographing the box and I see on the box a little notice does not include physical edition of the game that I'm like, wait, what? What are you doing? Why do you not come with the game? The only way to get the game is to buy the launch edition of the game, which is then just the disc. So they have the game on a disc, but if you buy the $220 set, you don't get the disc.
0: Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> We've really gone around a weird bend here because the whole idea of the steel book was for better protection of the physical media. And then it kind of became a collector's thing because it's like, hey, look, we can put all kinds of cool designs on this. And now it's like we have this steel thing that can protect the disc, but you don't
2: get the disc anymore. What is happening? Uh, they sold WandaVision steel books with no WandaVision discs. Before it was announced WandaVision was coming out on Blu-ray and 4K, they just released collectible steelbooks. Empty steelbooks. I don't get this. I understand physical media is dying. And that, like, the only thing that's going to be left is vinyl records because vinyl collectors are getting it. Although, I guess cassettes are coming back now, too. Maybe someday physical games will make the comeback or people will get nostalgic for 4K Blu-rays. But... Come on, people. Give me my physical game for $220.
0: <laughs> right? That that seems weird.
2: But the game is really good. I'll probably do a full in-depth spoiler review of it at some point. Uh, but right now, I'm just on the high of having beaten it. And not just beaten the story. I got 100% in this game. I did all the side quests. I found all the unlockables. I got all the suits. All And there's like hundreds of suits in this game we're going to talk about it but there are like 40 suits per character but then you can do palette swaps on the suits, so like you have one suit but then that suit has four variations wow it was like a fighting game and i might have been a little bit hyped when i bought the wheaties box oh yes (laughs) definitely you were i was marking on my calendar that this wheaties box was going up for sale They made only two thousand of the Wheaties box. Now I was a little bit shocked at the. I had some sticker shock. Forty five dollars for the Wheaties box. Whoa! It does come with Wheaties. (laughs) Oh, thank God! (laughs) (laughs) Or if you wanted it with an acrylic case, you were paying seventy dollars. Now it did come with a comic book as well, the Spider-Man Two Prologue comic book. Or yeah, it has a bit of a story that takes place before the game begins and sets up some of the storylines in the game, like Mary Jane is now a reporter working at the Bugle for J. Jonah Jameson, and some stuff like that is set up in this comic. But that comic was available for free comic book day, so you can't really <laughs> even...
1: <laughs> they just used the leftovers? I think they did. oh. <sighs> Just think, there's somebody somewhere in, like, an ad agency that they were trying to figure out what they could include in this Wheaties box to make it think that you weren't actually paying $45 for cereal. And then someone walks in and goes, hey, Bob, you know, we got, like, three pallets of the Spider-Man 2 comic. And somebody's had a light bulb go off, and there you go.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I thought only the $70 edition came with the comic, but no, it also came with the $45 edition, which is my way of suddenly telling on myself that I bought more than one. <laughs> oh! Arnie,
1: Why?
0: One of 2,000?
1: Yeah. You know the rules, are You gotta get rid of the Wheaties, though. Those have to be thrown away. We can't have food collectibles.
2: Yeah, I'm just torn on opening the boxes. We'll see. It's in a acrylic case right now. Yeah, that one should be fine. Okay,
1: because that attracts critters.
2: I'm aware. Okay. But one of our marvelous hosts here, one of the ones who've done segments for us, is a packaging expert. He knows everything there is to know about packaging and cardboard, and... He was very interested in this Wheaties box, but ended up not buying one. Again, the price, I think, set him off a little bit, put him off and not set him off, but didn't make him want to jump in. So I went ahead and I sent him one of my Wheaties boxes because I'm interested in a packaging expert's view of, was the Wheaties box worth it? (laughs) I know it's not just a flat box. It's got nice texturing to it and things. Is this a worthwhile collectible? So here is Jerry to go in-depth on the Wheaties box.
3: I'm going to apologize. I'm switching over to a mode that uh, I don't like to record from. But I really want to get more hands-on with the, uh, the the box here, flip it and turn it. And at this point, why do you need to see me? This is all about the box. So I am going to just uh, take it out of the uh, acrylic box, the protection. Which, by the way, it is a very nice uh, acrylic case. Very um, customized, I guess you can say, to a cereal box. Although there's no reason to believe this is a, uh, a 15.6 ounce a uh, box of cereal that is pretty standard, so I imagine this is just a uh, case that uh, General Mills was able to uh, just find and have available. And because of the nice sheen and everything, I'll, I'll try to find a glare-free uh, angle here. That uh, that seems to work. Now, one of the first things I want to just talk about, the, the, the first assumption I had about this was, hey, because this is a limited edition, only 2,000 boxes made. Um, chances are this is gonna have a higher grade of board stock. Normally, cereal boxes come, and this is uh, this is just a regular uh, Golden Grahams uh, box of cereal. Also, uh, this is actually uh, 18.9 ounces, also General Mills. And, and, and you, can, you can normally tell, you're probably familiar with this on a lot of uh, uh, cartons you may have in your house, be it cereal or facial tissue or snack foods, whatever that you normally see this gray, uh, kind of uh, light brownish uh, type of look to your board. And that's usually an indication that this is a, a 100% recycled paperboard carton, uh, which, which is great. So you can even see a, a lot of cartons depending on the associations they're with. We'll uh, get the focus there. We'll tell you, it's 100% uh, recycled paperboard, not to be confused with the How to Recycle logo that tells you that, that further, this box can be recycled. So that's that's what you normally get. This box, however, uh, I'm not obviously going to open it because uh, Ar- Arnie would drive to uh, uh where I'm at and, and 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 kind of uh, probably uh, beat me up a little bit, but you can see uh, and unfortunately, the box is just kind of working its way out there a little bit with the glue. But you can see this is a um, a fully white backed uh, paper board, and, and what that just actually refers to the 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 two different versions of paper board, if you really want to make broad buckets, is that your board's either going to be hundred percent recycled or what we'd call a hundred percent virgin uh, board or paper, and that just simply means that it is directly uh, pulped um, from the 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 pulp fibers, the paper that's that's going into the fibers going into making the, the, the paper was directly pulped from a a wood or you know tree source, so not been recycled. Uh, in this case, because it's uh, white, you can also say that this is this is a bleached paperboard. In fact, the term for this board is actually SBS. So the letter S, the letter B, the little the letter S, and it stands for solid bleached sulfite. And that is a reference to the papermaking process. Solid bleached just means that yes, all those fibers, which would naturally be brown because it's a tree, uh, are is a nice clean white fiber. You'd see this a lot on uh, medical packaging or high-end premium stuff, and it's the it's the kind of board that you should use if you're going to make a, a box like this. The other characteristic about this box that, that that's important about the uh, the type of board being used is I'm hoping, I'm trying to utilize the glare here to kind of show you that one of the characteristics of this box is the embossing. There's a lot of embossing involved, all the webbing, the little dots of his mask, the uh, rings around the eye, the word Spider-Man, not Marvel, not General Mills, but you know, the the texturing of his mask and his suit there in the background. That's generally uh, much easier to get that emboss, deboss uh, depth of, uh, uh, of the visual on an SBS on a virgin grade board versus something recycled. You can certainly emboss recycled paper, but you're going to get a better, more crisp effect here. Now, let's just talk briefly about the printing. Uh, number one, and I, I didn't really get into this with a with a magnifying glass or a loop or anything to really uh, uh, confirm this, but I'm guessing that since they only made 2000 of these cards, that this is actually probably digitally printed, like on a uh, commercial, uh, you know, HP Indigo type of uh, uh, commercial inkjet printer. They probably didn't go to a full scale uh, offset or gravure press to make something like this because it just wouldn't make sense to set that print uh, printing press up to make something like this. So this is probably digitally printed, probably, you know, for, for 2000, it's a relatively quick run. Uh, this embossing is probably done in an offline process, along with just die cutting the card in, into the um, into the shape and the dimensions that you see with the the creasing. So so overall, digital printing is going to give you a really nice, crisp, near perfect color. Um, I mean, they made 2,000 of them. All 2,000 of them have the right reds and the right blues. Almost certain of that. And you're going to get a, a good selection of the color. But but generally. On digital printing, the one of the thing, one of the things I was disappointed with this box is that there's not a lot of variation with the printing effects itself. Generally, with uh, digital printing, you're you're not going to see the 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 usage. Although you can, it just depends on on the press and the setup of a lot of different varnishes and finishes being used. As far as I can tell, this this carton just utilizes um, a a, a normal uh, what we'd call a a little bit of a uh, maybe a water-based varnish for just a a normal sheen and maybe a few areas with like a matte varnish maybe kind of in this eye area a little bit uh, on the webbing so not a lot of variation in the print Um, Spider-Man's, uh, and, I, and I'll go ahead and flip it over to Miles Morales so we can kind of see the same thing on, on, on his, but the design's pretty similar. So th- with the type of costume and mask, I mean, it does stand to reason that maybe you wouldn't use a lot of um, metallics and foils and holography and things like that, because it really doesn't match the, 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 the mask and the suit itself. But I actually did figure that you might have seen a little something in the eye area like a really high gloss or maybe some little metallic um, mix of a silver ink or something to really make the the uh, the lens here and the mask really pop out and, and really it doesn't uh, i' just actually just noticing on, on miles Morales, it's kind of kind of dark there and you know um, spider-man's uh, Peter Parker's uh, version still uh, dark a lot of the um the, the shadowing there and when I saw this print on the the website just saw the you know the 2d flat of the of the graphic i i was I was picturing this having a really high gloss something that was really making that shine effect really pop out separate it, it would have went really nicely with the the dollar varnish of the eye uh, the the black rim around the lens contrasted to the um the red fabric. It could have even done a little bit of something with the webbing to really, because you're embossing it, really raised it up a little bit with a high gloss varnish or something like that. It, 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 there's really not much there. I, I, I like that it's a clean, simple design. I like that, you know, I mentioned earlier that it's kind of weird that it's a Wheaties box, Uh, but you know, that branding, Wheaties, would normally be here, Uh, but here it's relegated down here. This is clearly a Spider-Man box. And it looks really nice. It is a really nice looking, clean print. And I guess because it was sold online, you know, you are spared. Obviously, you still got your uh, we'll just take a look at the other panels here. You already saw the other one that's got like the PlayStation branding. You're, of course, going to have nutrition facts because there is food in here. There is still a barcode because it's technically a sellable item. Um, This is just, you know, an area that's just uh, telling you what's actually going on here with the PlayStation 5. and in general, I don't really think of Wheaties as being a, a box that uh, does a, a co-branding with a lot of with, with, with any medium. I can't think of an example of uh, media-related property, so it's a little weird. And and also, I kind of I kind of don't like. And this is a nitpick. I kind of don't like the red blue up against the orange. I think there's a clashing of colors there. Just. You know, you've got the very iconic equity appearance of a Wheaties box from the top. So all their colors have to be present. And it's the design, like I said, very, very nice. But this box, aside from using a higher end um, bleached white, virgin grade board, which is also, by the way, going to really help the colors and everything of this box pop and they certainly do. Um, but, you know, I, I, I thought the box was fine. Um, what makes it worth the money, what makes it a nice collectible to have in your collection is, number one, if you're if you're a big Spider-Man fan, this is a very limited thing. There's only 2,000 of them. 2,000 officially produced, licensed anythings have got a good possibility of being unique. You know, a, a, a unique and let, let's uh, not want to call it a high-end collectible, but something that just doesn't come around every day, not like an action figure or even the video games itself. And the fact that they've made it with this acrylic case, it would make a really nice display piece because it's protected. It's stable in the way it stands. It it would look super nice, but I did want to just compare quickly, um, another box of cereal. And this is uh, obviously uh, Superman, um, but it's specifically from the Batman, V Superman um, movie that came out a few years ago. And you might think it's weird, like, where did I get this? I've had this all along. I saw this at a Walmart and was just wowed by the red uh, hot foil stamping that they put on Superman's chest. And not just a red foil stamp, but a really intricately uh, etched pattern in that foil that matches the design of his uniform. And, I bought this, I ate the cereal, I flattened the box, and I, and I actually keep it at work as, a, as an example of what hot foil stamping looks like when it's done really well. And, and you notice, and this is what we typically see here, is that this is just a Superman branded cereal. This isn't slapped on a Wheaties or slapped on a Golden Grahams or something. This is a unique cereal, which uh, caramel crunch cereal, which I think is the, the standard uh, licensed tie-in flavor. I recall it being pretty good. Um, and there was something about this that I kept. Now, they also did a Batman one to where the gray, you know, the the, the chest back here is obviously gray. And the foil stamping was the black bat that Ben Affleck had on, on his uh, uh, on his costume. And because it was a black foil, it just didn't stand out as much. It, I don't recall it having an etched pattern. But this one was just beautiful. And I, and I would have liked to have seen something... Stand outish about this, like a high-end, you know, really high, high, high gloss. Something done in there to make that jump out, or some contrasting varnish around the webbing, or, or you know, something. I, I don't know what. I'm not a graphic designer, uh, but I would have liked to have seen that. So that that may have made this jump out a little bit. So I'm thrilled that I got a chance to see one, hold one in my hand, and get an idea of what a box for a $45 package of cereal. Uh, tastes. Uh, it looks like. Uh, I assume the cereal tastes the same. In case you're wondering, a normal box of cereal, Weedy cereal that's uh, 15.6 ounces uh, usually rings for 5.39. So it's a $40 upcharge because it's a cool box. Minus whatever the comic's worth to you. Minus whatever that digital code's worth to you. And you're paying $25 for the acrylic case. So guys, I hope uh, you know you enjoyed this breakfast of champions of a review uh, for those of you who've gotten the box. I, I hope you display it proudly. I think it would look super cool uh, in a Spider-Man themed display area. I originally was going to buy it. I have a small area that's actually just right behind me where I display video game related uh, merchandise uh, near the TV that I normally do my video gaming. I would have loved to have added this, but um, I made the choice not not to pull the trigger. Uh, it's sold out now though. So you know what? I've I did a little check on eBay. They're selling for a premium. So is it worth it? Apparently so. A lot of people bought it. And some people who missed out on it are willing to pay a little bit more. So uh, uh, there you go. But a little bit of a perspective of the the box and what did they do to make the packaging unique. So appreciate you guys uh, uh, listening here. And uh, hopefully you enjoyed this review.
2: And I'll talk to you again sometime. Thank you, Jerry. Um, I just think it's pretty. I do wish for the price that they would have given me two boxes since one side is Miles and one side is Peter, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, you would think, okay, so
0: were these available only online or is there an opportunity that you might find one in the store?
2: Only online, only 2000 only at this price. You're never going to stumble into a mire and find it for 4 bucks.
0: It would have been cool to do, well, I don't know what the limited nature of it does to the sales but wouldn't it be cool to get one with the cereal in it and one just flattened one since this is aimed at collectors
2: yeah that would be kind of cool i could see that and the question is do cereal collectors because i haven't really been one do they fold the boxes down or do they just keep them with the cereal in and i think i've seen it both ways i have some old hulk cereal from two thousand three that ang lee hulk movie and it still has the cereal in it Hmm, gross i'm not going to eat it because it's probably really (laughs) disgusting
0: (laughs) is that a marshmallow based one i hope not (laughs) it's just a goo now
2: but We are going to be giving away, because I did get the PlayStation, and it came with a digital code, and then I did get the collector's edition, and it came with a digital download code for Spider-Man 2. So we are giving away a digital download code for Spider-Man 2 on this show. If you want it, just email show at toys.com with the subject line, I want Spider-Man. I want (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man. That's right, Justin. You didn't get it yet. (laughs) And you have until November 30th, we will give away a digital download copy of Spider-Man on December 1st. So good luck and thank you for listening and downloading and entering to win this contest. Very cool. And then just to kind of tie it all together, I gotta say, I was so excited for Spider-Man 2 that while I'm playing it, all I could think of was Hasbro needs to do a few waves of Marvel Legends just based on this game. I mean, they did some for the first Spider-Man game. They did that velocity suit. They did the main suit. They did Miles Morales for the Miles Morales game. Yeah, I know they put out a new Spider-Man figure for this PS5 game, but there's so many cool designs in this game, and so many cool characters in this game, I think Hasbro needs to look at this as a source for some Marvel Legends figures.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, they have the Game Reverse line, and they even tried one time to do a wave that was nearly half of them in there were Game Reverse, and a lot of them just felt like repaints or whatever from games that weren't necessarily that popular. Remember we had the Avengers, not quite MCU, not quite comic versions of characters where they all felt like stunt doubles from the MCU.
2: Yeah, the problem with that is they thought that would be Spider-Man too popular, and that game has now been unpublished and the servers are offline. You can still play it single player, but it did not do well.
0: (laughs) Yep. Exactly. I guess what I'm saying is they, they've they showed willingness to, to dedicate to an individual game. This is the game dedicated to.
2: Yes. And they are putting out a Midnight Suns Iron Man in this upcoming wave that's with Blade and things like that. So they are doing more Game Reverse, but I think that Spider-Man 2 deserves quite a few Game Reverse figures. Now, spoiler alert... I got spoiled on this game because I was on Twitter and I was really upset. So I'm going to tell you now, there are going to be some minor spoilers for the game. This is the end of our show. We're ending with some figures that need to be legends. So if you don't want to be spoiled for Spider-Man 2, sorry, Justin, you have no choice. You're a co-host. But (laughs) Okay, we'll see you guys later. (laughs) Hit stop now. And come back after you've had a chance to finish the game and you won't have any spoilers. But going through, I'd say five characters that need to be made as legends from the game. Number five, I put Wraith, who is Yuri Watanabe, the cop from the first game. She's taken on a superhero identity, purple outfit, purple mask. I just think it's a cool design that would look great as a figure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with you. That's a unique looking character would make a unique looking figure. And one of those smaller female bucks, you know, that'd be kind of cool. Maybe come with a masked and unmasked head.
2: Yeah, that would be very nice because she does take the mask off quite a bit during the game. And she has this like chain weapon that's really cool that they'd be able to probably reuse one of their chains and just add a new scythe like thing on the end of it nice number four and this is a spoiler scream shows up in the game Ooh. i'm not gonna say who is scream or anything about scream but my god what a great design scream had with this long hair that lashes out at you while you're fighting her and this gnarly body yeah that one would make a good figure with all the detail and
0: yeah, I always I always like when they sculpt the symbiote onto the figure rather than just paint it on. So this one would would require some sculpting.
2: I'd hope so. You know, they they could get away with just painting the female buck and they, and putting on a new head with really long hair. They could do it. I would hope there'd be some sculpting involved though. Number 3, the hunters. And these are just some bad guys that you fight again and again and again and again during the game. They're Craven's minions, but you fight them so often and they've got this cool look. And I figured if they could make Mr. Negative and the Inner Demons figure for GameStop in that game reverse line based on the first one, I figured they could maybe do a Hunter 2 pack and Kind of like they did with the tracksuit mafia, throw in some extra heads there, throw in some extra weapons there so we can have some varied hunter troops for the Spider-Man to fight against. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Which leads into number two, Craven himself. I really like the design of this with the skull on the belt and the tooth necklace and the furry coat. They might be able to get away with some reuse from the other Craven figures with the lion coat and a repaint, but then you'll need some new accessories on there and a game-accurate head. He is one of the game's primary antagonists. He's in so much of the game. I think that would just be a kick-ass figure to get, and he could be nicely articulated and all of that. And I I like
0: the idea of the lion coat being just a design rather than an actual lion's head.
2: Yeah, it's kind of embossed in leather there and things. Yeah. And then the number one figure I think they just have to make is Venom. I think they need the game's primary antagonist, and he is big. He's very big. I don't think he's as big as 19 inches of Venom indicates, but you need to do at least a deluxe figure for this. He's got a Unique spider design on him, and it's a more gnarly spider design with some black showing through the white on it. And I think that a gamer verse Venom is a must make for the Legends line.
0: Yeah, and where I was just complaining about how it didn't work for the Avengers game to split the difference between comic and MCU, I think it works perfectly here. You get all the best parts of the comic likeness. Mixed with all the best parts of the MCU on-screen likeness. And what you end up with is just a really kick-ass looking Venom.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and I think he needs to come with two heads. One with tongue out and one with tongue in. Oh yeah, that
0: seems to be pretty pretty standard for Venom releases.
2: If we got a highly articulated jaw also, then that would help recreate a specific shocking scene from the game. (laughs) oh boy (laughs) then as i said there are like a hundred outfits for each miles morales and peter parker spider-man in this i think we need some variants in these suits made as figures and so my top five having unlocked every suit in the game number five is miles morales's purple rain suit I think you'd be able to get away with doing this as maybe a repaint, maybe some new knees and shins and sneakers, but you could probably paint the upper half with a nice metallic green and the purple. I just think this is a kick-ass looking suit that I thought would look good in plastic form.
0: Yeah. I mean, some of these are going to start feeling like that Spider-Man subline where it's like, it's... It's firefighter Spider-Man, it's scuba diving Spider-Man, but <laughs> <laughs> this, you know, when there's something real to tie those designs to, it becomes cool immediately. So while this might just like kind of look goofy as a concept, if it's something you can play in the game, now that gives it some, some weight,
2: and it's something that I would want as a figure. Yeah, that's something interesting about the suits in this game is most of them seem to be custom designed for this game. Like, when I'm used to unlocking Spider-Man suits, a lot of times you're unlocking ones from the comics or from other things. And there are some of those here. There's some Into the Spider-Verse suits you can unlock and things like that. But a lot of these designs are just custom designs for this game. And I think that's another reason why they would make cool toys, because we have some of those suits already. Yeah. Number four... I like the Miles Morales 2099 suit as well with the hood up kind of, and the spider logo of it, which is kind of half Miles Morales. If Miles Morales and Miguel O'Hara's spiders had a baby, that's the spider logo that you got on the front of this. (laughs) Yeah. The external web shooters like a Ben Riley would have, you've got the little shark fins on the sleeves there. I, thought this was just another cool design that i think would just look great in plastic
0: yeah and i like i like that you know with the 2099 look when they first started doing 2099 that was 100 years in the future now we're only 75 years off in the future and we can extrapolate some some fashion sense and we're not going (laughs) as wacky right (laughs) we're not saying that we're all going to be wearing silver body suits by then
2: You never know. Well, What are we going (laughs) to need to keep the radiation out? Not silver. (laughs) (laughs) Number three is the evolved suit. And this is one that comes up near the end of the game. I know there's been some people hating on this outfit online. I think it's kind of cool with its bright blue spider coming out with the red, the black, and then... Miles's hair showing on top to give it a bit more character. I thought this was a very nice design with the sneakers that would just make a cool figure and it's from an important part of the game.
1: I think they really pushed the limits on some of these outfits and different suits for the game. And I had a good time whenever I passed by you playing or something. I always look at the suits because some of them were looked amazing on the screen. I like this one, though. I mean, the blue on it is so awesome and so different. Like I said, they pushed the limits. I think they really went outside the box with some of these. And I think this one's great. I love the colors and the textures they did.
2: And the fact that it's a hoodie, but the hoodie isn't pulled up. I like that so that you can keep that around the neck.
0: Yeah, I like it. And I would, If it was made into a figure, I'd probably buy it. But, like, first glance, it does kind of feel like... An unfinished Halloween costume. Like, <laughs> I I didn't have Spider-Man footsies, so I just put on my tennies, and I couldn't afford the full mask. So we just got this one that my hair still shows.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure those are Adidas he's wearing, judging by the three stripes. Yeah.
1: There seems to be a running theme of sneakers, which kind of fits with Miles Morales and the character. But no wonder they have an Adidas tie-in is because the sneakers are part of the costume and a big part of the costume, each one you've shown us.
2: Number two, again, this is one I just love the look of, his tracksuit. I think the white, the red, and the black, this would just pop on a shelf. This is just cool-looking in every way. Hasbro could get away with doing it as a repaint and have just a nice-looking figure. Yeah, this this is cool, for sure. Even though it
0: does feel like possibly like a bobsled team's outfit for the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, it is called a track suit. So. Yeah, true. <laughs> then the number one Miles Morales suit is the Boracua suit. This one you earn from doing side missions and side missions for his school. And as a reward, the students make this suit for you. I kind of like it's Captain America y feel with the star on the chest and the red I believe white, that's and the blue. Puerto Rican flag. Oh. Oh, good call. Yes. And he is half Puerto Rican. And there is a Puerto Rican flag in his apartment in the game. So that makes perfect sense.
0: Captain Puerto Rico.
2: Yep, as most necessarily
0: the Puerto Rican flag. Nice. Good good catch. Because I was thinking, yeah, this looks like a bucky cap type of situation, but I think Marjorie figured it out.
1: Yep. I know my flags. <laughs>
0: To be honest with you, I think that makes it cooler. When I was seeing this as a a Bucky cap or a Captain America homage, I was kind of like, eh. But now knowing that it's more based on his heritage, I'm all for it.
2: Now looking at Peter Parker suits, number five, again, just because I think it's a cool design and I think it would make a really kick-ass toy, his tactical suit with the silver, the metallic red, the textured white.
1: They did such a good job on the shininess of this suit, I think. Like, it really looks like it's not like silk, but some kind of, like, lame material or something.
0: Yeah, especially in the red on the legs. It's, like, really, Mm -hmm. really shiny. This one, I'm afraid, like, it looks cool on screen. This one, I'm afraid it might feel like one of those, like, side mission Spider-Man toys.
2: Eh, maybe, but. I don't know. I really groove to the color palette. There's so many suits. There's an Assassin's Creed looking suit that Spider-Man has in this game. There's a lot of side mission ones. I, I thought this one with the spider design was something a little bit special. Yeah, it's cool. Number four is his Spider-Punk suit. Now, this is one from the comics, but... I know they made Spider-Punk for Across the Spider-Verse, but that is a highly stylized Legends figure. It doesn't go well with the other Legends figures. I just think we need a good Spider-Punk Marvel Legends figure. And this one is a really cool outfit. Again, you got the sneakers, you got the spikes, you got the jean jacket with some flair on it. I just thought that was a great design of a character and i had a lot of fun playing him in the game yeah and it does it does seem like a more modern
0: take on because we did get a a regular spider punk probably 5 6 years ago in the line maybe a little bit longer in this in this style but this one looks like a nice modern update version of it
2: Number three, this comes at the end of the game, this is a bit of a spoiler, your anti-Venom suit. Uh, I love the anti-Venom character from the comics, and this inverted Venom design with the white outfit with the black spider. It's from the climax of the game, I think that's important, and I think it's a cool-looking design.
0: Yeah, and I'm always a sucker for a good, clean, crisp, black-and-white version of a Spider-Man figure, so yeah. I'd buy this all day long.
2: Number two, and this is honestly a make good because you should have made this for the first Spider-Man game. Fig Arts made it. Hot Toys made it. Hasbro, why didn't you make the anti-ox suit? It's available in this game too. So you can tie it into Spider-Man 2 and finally give us the anti-ox suit from the climax of the first Spider-Man game.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I do remember the Hot Toys version of this, so...
2: It's time for a nice six inch scale. And then number one, again, it's important to the game. I think Spider-Man in the symbiote suit, and you can't just give us a repaint. The the more dark Spider-Man gets, the more textured the symbiote suit gets in the game. And it starts kind of falling off of him. The less clean the logo on the chest gets in the game. I think if you gave us a nice textured symbiote Spider-Man from this game, that would be badass. Hell yeah. Even just from the screenshot, it looks badass. Honorable mention, Hasbro, re-release the advanced suit Spider-Man that you did for this game. Now, that was a $35 figure that didn't come with a ton of accessories, and you got the blue all wrong. That <laughs> That is such an awful blue on that figure that it makes the Spider-Man PS4 version so much better. I mean, look at the figure and look at this screenshot of the game and tell me which is the nicer blue. Yeah, the figure is
0: almost like faded denim blue.
2: Mm hmm. All you need to do is repaint that blue and make it a running change or make it a new release, maybe part of a two-pack, but you can fix that blue and make that a much cooler-looking figure. Yep. I think that one needs a make good.
0: Yeah, pick up some of the details that you missed the first time around, like on his feet. There's There's some white details on there that aren't on the figure.
2: And with that, that is it for this issue of Marvelicious Toys. Thank you for coming back and watching or listening. We greatly appreciate it, especially if you stuck around to the end. Minor Spider-Man 2 spoilers or no? I don't feel too spoiled. I'm still going to play the game. Well, enter and maybe you can win that digital code. (laughs) And we are going to be back. We can't not do it, right? It has been a tradition since Marvelicious Toys started in 2010. This will be our 14th annual Sweet Christmas holiday shopping guide coming out on Thanksgiving Day this year.
0: Holy cow. So if you bought any of the things from the first list and you didn't open them, they might be worth something now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I should go back and see what items we recommended on that first list. I think we've always had the rules. We can't do pre-orders. We want something under the tree. And we usually don't pick Marvel Legends, because how are you going to know what people bought? Have, yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly.
1: Unless you're, like, super good at pre-planning and, like, back the giant man so they have an extra one or just have one in general.
0: Maybe that would be a good gift idea, though. Like, hey, whatever the next TAS lab that you want is, just... Send it my way and I'll back it for you.
1: Yeah, that's a great idea. But we'll talk about it then.
0: Yeah, I just ruined one of my ideas. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, see what other ruined ideas we might have on the next Marvelicious Toys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. Marvelicious Toys is a Vinganza Media production, copyright 2023. All rights reserved.
2: And if anybody is able to tell me what the back of Spider-Punk's jacket means, I'd love to know because it has SM... On the back which i think is spider-man that's horizontal but then vertically it has fn and i'm doubting that stands for what i think it stands for because marvel wouldn't allow the f word to even be alluded to i don't think but what does the fn mean i don't know my punk culture enough friendly and nice Friendly huh? neighborhood Spider Man. Yeah. You figured it out <laughs> on accident. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry, sorry, everybody, if you were getting ready to to guess. <laughs> <laughs>